Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, and welcome to the exciting, colorful, and sometimes bizarre world of Argentine tango. On this show, we'll be meeting tango instructors, event organizers, and musicians. They are a fascinating bunch of people, and it'll be a great time. I'm your host, Joe Yang, and thank you very much for joining us. My guests today are based in Chicago, Illinois. They are a very popular pair who dedicate their time as teachers and organizers. They also make regular visits to Buenos Aires, where they've become well-known regulars in the local tango scenes there. And over the course of multiple visits, they've come away with a lot of knowledge about tango music and history. In 2017, they competed in the USA Argentine Tango Championships and came away as finalists. And with me now are Lena and Oleg Mashkovich. Lena and Oleg, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me and for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Pleasure being with you and thank you for inviting us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's let's jump right into it. First off, can you take us back to the beginning of your tango journey? Can you describe the moment when you knew you wanted tango to be a p- big part of your life? Now you want the my version or Lena's version? <laughs> well, we'll start with your version, then we'll then we'll try Lena's version. <laughs> uh, I came out of the woods, and uh, here is Lena suggesting to take uh, dance classes. I tried different uh, different dances mm-hmm. before tango, and uh, none of them touched my heart until we came to the first class with uh, our first teachers, Bob and uh, Kathleen. And from the first class, I fell in love with tango, mm-hmm. specifically this dance. I love the music. I love the rhythm. And I love the fact that uh, I'm going to lead for three minutes. And uh, <laughs> from there, it's been a long 20 years uh, until now, and uh, we uh, we feel comfortable very much. Uh, I'm not sure how much detail you want to hear. Okay. Later. Yeah. Later. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll it'll come out little by little. How about you, Lana? Uh, with me, I actually dance is the part of the of art that I love from mm. early early childhood. So I I used to dance ballet and folk. Mm. Uh, in in my past life so uh, and when we came here to United States our two daughters already were dancing also ballet and uh, ballroom and I was sitting in the room watching them dancing and crying because I wanted to I wanted to go back dancing to uh, dance yeah. to the mo- movement to the motion mm-hmm. and we started color kind of following our kids and I went to the same teacher and started learning ballroom, like I, like Oleg said. But mm-hmm. he didn't. It's not that he didn't like it. it it's a routines that we need to remember. And Oleg uh, is like a free spirit. He's mm-hmm. he he's not remembering or doesn't want to remember. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it, it didn't touch him somehow. And mm-hmm. uh, I knew about tango, mm-hmm. but I didn't know this is Argentine tango. I know two people dance together but they dance so close they're moving only they were moving only legs mm. i didn't know the name so walking in a neighborhood one of the suburbs of chicago evanston mm-hmm. i went into the uh, ballet store where i sh- you can buy shoes for kids uh, pointy shoes or ballet kind of mm-hmm. accessories yeah and 
was a painting on the wall exactly how I described it. Two people standing in a pilado position and mm -hmm. I didn't know what I said. I asked, I asked the salesperson, what is this? And mm -hmm. she said, Argentine tango. And I said, wow. tell me where I can, if I can find this dance in Chicago. She pointed me to uh, one of the studios that I think it was, it was only two in that moment, two studios in a Chicago area where Argentine tango was taught. Ah. And it was tango in Adamas. Mm -hmm. I went there with a friend of mine, with a neighbor, the girl, and I took first class. I ran back home and I said, you know what? <laughs> I found it. <laughs> and uh, my friend actually uh, sold me her package pass. She oh, didn't, wow. didn't want to continue, so we took the package pass mm -hmm. and we went there. And wow. that's it. And wow. that, it was no going back. Yeah, yeah. So, Oleg, when you f took that first lesson, was, was that when you fell in love with the dance? Yes, pretty much. I felt very comfortable in the group. I, I enjoyed watching the teacher dance. And mm -hmm. uh, they, they were not dancing any show. They, they did not seem to be pretending of mm -hmm. doing something. They just floated on the floor enjoying each other's movement mm. and this is what attracted me uh, that uh, it was the dance not for the audience it was the dance for each other for each other and I that's see. what i enjoy until this day uh, when i dance with mostly with my wife with lena mm -hmm. i enjoy even the thought of that is for her not for anybody else. Mm. Mm -hmm. And in taking into consideration that this couple that we took uh, our first eight years of classes were not young, young, and they were not like Hollywood, uh, how to say, uh, Hollywood stars or mm -hmm. dancing with the stars, and they were pretty chubby, and then, and, but the way how they danced was very, it's mm -hmm. actually amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also enjoyed it because it's like a, it was very um, niche, organic, I would say. Yeah. Organic. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, we see real people doing this. It is real people, <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. It was real people. Still yeah. are. Yeah. They still here, but they don't dance anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, what was your very first dance like at a Malanga? We were taking classes with this couple. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know this couple, those teachers, didn't allow uh, actually students, his, their students, go to Milonga right after first or second class. They did not suggest going to the Milonga right away. Okay. But they were hosting one of the most wonderful Milongas in successful Chicago. Successful in that moment, yes. Successful, beautiful mm -hmm. in all respects. And, uh, on one hand, we did want to go to the Milonga. On the other hand, we were so scared mm. that we said, no, we need to practice more. We need to dance better in order to be in the crowd. Mm -hmm. So it took us one year. I see. We didn't go to Milongas until actually uh, them pushed us. <laughs> we didn't want to go to Milonga. Yeah. He said, yes, you have to. Mm -hmm. You have to. And they gave us two 
uh, like, uh, you know, Discount. like free tickets to mm -hmm. come there. He actually pushed us there. Okay. And it was in November of, I don't remember what year, 2001, I think. Wow. It was a Thanksgiving milonga. I remember I bought shoes in a regular store and uh, we went to milonga. My legs were shaking. I was shaking <laughs> like a leaf. It was like over 150 people at the milonga. Wow. And I remember that we were dancing like two steps and sandwich, but nothing else, I think. <laughs> how, how did you feel, Oleg? Were you also quite nervous? No, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I was shaking. I don't remember here. No, I, I, I know that I was nervous, but uh, shaking. No. No, I don't think so. I'm uh, again. I'm uh, no. I'm cool. I don't know the better word. Yeah. He's not. He's not that. I was not intimidated to 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 be nervous. Too mm -hmm. much. I was. I was. But I wanted to. That was the goal. And since that moment. <clears throat> Basically, we both w work, and during the week, I we were going to the classes. I, if I remember correct, was Tuesday and Friday mm -hmm. classes, and uh, after that, from Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I went to every possible milonga that was in town. Mm, wow! Every day, but with Oleg, I went to milonga on Saturday only. Okay. Yeah, so speaking of milongas, a lot of our listeners, they're, they're new to tango, and they're very quickly falling in love with the dance. I'm sure you remember what that's like. And they're just starting to come to the milongas, just starting to work up that courage to, to go out dancing socially, and uh, they're very nervous as well. So other than observing basic customs such as floor craft and using the cabaseo, what advice would you give them to help make their milonga experiences more enjoyable? I would say, yes, the craft is important, but today, in a, a modern milongas like we all have in every city, the, the floor craft is actually, I don't know how to say, uh, the, the people dance not only outside of the line of dance, but also inside. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so if, I don't know in which milonga uh, beginners can go out, they, they dance on a, Outside line or inside depends on the milonga. Yeah. No, no. Back to uh, advice because there, there are that, many. That's my my advice. Actually, I started with to so advice. to identify where is experienced dancers are dancing, where is not experienced. So and get to that line because right now you can. I mean today today you can dance inside and outside, and then do not do any move or any sequences that they're not comfortable. Basically, walking would be sufficient mm -hmm. in the beginning until you get comfortable. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. Well, walking, you, you know, as a dancer also, you know, right. walk the hardest uh, uh, combination step to master, and at the same time, it's most basic. Mm -hmm. My advice would be if a new dancer would like to go to a milonga and actually dance there or with the rest of the crowd limit your limit your moves uh, limit your vocabulary for the floor yeah St stick to the simplest step that you can be comfortable in and then add new one within the time so not necessarily just 
another another uh, advice is not uh, physical it's just uh, advice for their mind mm -hmm. uh, not to be intimidated and try to not intimidate others <laughs> yeah um, well it's it's hard to describe how to do it uh, because I, I couldn't do it myself back mm -hmm. then but it's just in like in real life for me tango is a regular part of life mm -hmm. where we try to be comfortable ourselves and uh, not to disturb others not to cause uh, any trouble to people around us yeah it's uh, mostly common sense after mm -hmm. all it's just a dance how we were told from the beginning mm -hmm. it's not it's not life commitment it's not an exam it's just part of life yeah yes yeah, not an exam i think that's a really good that's a really good thing to keep in mind <laughs> yeah okay so what's some really good or some memorable advice that you've gotten from some of the teachers you've studied with i'm, I'm sure there's a lot to uh, a lot to think about here <laughs> I think one of the advice is, uh, well, uh, it started with a statement. Mm -hmm. Yes, people around you will be watching you. And second part of it is actually advice, ignore them. <laughs> yes, you just need to focus on the partner, on the partner that you dance with. Mm -hmm. And this is very important. And that's why in uh, years ago, the dance clubs didn't have the mirrors. The mirrors were covered in the tango nada mas. Oh. It was covered the people who come to Milonga to the night dancing. They were not able to look at the mirror. Since people are watching you, you're being judged for sure. I'm being judged. Everybody is being judged. Yeah. Look at this guy. He's raising his feet. Look at that no, girl. Yes, everybody is <laughs> watching. But at the same time, and also. Another weird thing that everybody, if you have a mirror, so you're going to look at yourself in a mirror. And you which, start judging yourself. And no you start judging, that's what I'm saying, you start mm -hmm. judging yourself. So uh, the, if, if, if possible to just concentrate on that one, just concentrate mm -hmm. on the partner and on the music. Yeah. And I think this is the advice. I mean, it's a very advice with a piece of wisdom in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you need to, uh, how to say, separate yourself from, yeah, the judgment will sit in your hand, uh, hand anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah, you need to focus on, on the music and enjoy that moment. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you both start teaching? Can you describe that journey? Yes. We started experimenting on our friends. Oh. <laughs> so, yes, we, we just... There is one family, remarkable mm -hmm. people. Very interesting. Also, uh, they came from uh, Russia, Ukraine, I don't remember that, that mm -hmm. part. Okay. Uh, great family. They are very intelligent people. Okay, we are talking they about dance. dancing. Right. And, uh, and we offered them to... Uh, we, just came, we just came to their house and mm -hmm. we said, okay, guys, we are planning to start our classes. Can we start with you? And we came to their basement. Mm -hmm. They were our guinea pigs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we, we started with simple stuff. We adjusted our teaching, judging by how, you know, how they got the material or they didn't get the material, mm -hmm. how, uh, how, they how much sense 
uh, whatever we were teaching made. So uh, by the first real class we gave, uh, in a, in a, sports, uh, in a Bailey's, Bailey's Fitness Bailey's Club Fitness. in Deerfield. Mm-hmm. Yes, by that class we already knew uh, exactly what we're, we were doing, what mm-hmm. we wanted to do. We had eight class session worked out. Nice. Yes, but I can say within the time we change it all. We change. We add. Changes, we change. Course, yeah, sure. we add our experience and we change it. So that was the beginning. So we were teaching in uh, two fitness clubs: one in Deerfield, one in uh, Skokie, Deerfield, and mm-hmm. Vernon Hills for two or three years, I believe. Wow. Yeah, and you're still teaching to this day. And just throughout all, all your years of experience with, with teaching, uh, what, what have you learned about tango uh, from your own students? Well, that's a very interesting question because that I truly believe that teachers who offer their, share their experience, mm-hmm. teach other people, I think, first of all, they study. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not, not only before the class, they prepare the class, but they mm-hmm. study from inter- interacting with the students because uh, people who come to the classes, they're very different, not different in age, different in um, their abilities, mm-hmm. different in uh, understanding. We usually, what we do, we uh, ask questions like where they come from. I mean, not the country. Sure. Uh, background. If, background, mm-hmm. because it's very interesting with the engineers, mm-hmm. like analytical, logical mind, you teach one way. With the artists or artistic mind, you teach a different way. Mm-hmm. You just you just propose the information in a different plate. You, uh-huh. you, so it's very interesting approach. Some older, so the age difference as well. So if the younger crowd pick it up pretty fast and then they don't, in the beginning, don't care how does it look like. <laughs> Older, like adults, I would say adults, uh, they are very meticulous. They're very particularly particular on certain uh, things and get very uh, upset and distracted. For example, if something doesn't go well, but mm-hmm. body sometimes is limited. So they teach us how to teach, how to present the material. Mm-hmm. So in uh, in a few words, our students taught us that there is no one way of teaching for everybody. Oh. Although we have uh, we have a group of fifteen twenty students uh, in the class in the beginner class, we we put everybody in two rows and we explain the same stuff. But at some point, we have to pay personal attention to them. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise the information gets lost for uh, for some of them. Yeah. Everybody is different. Bodies are different. Minds are different. And not that they that we learn something new. Obviously, we 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 know that all people are different. Mm-hmm. However, we applied it to the dancing and uh, to the teaching. Mm. And Actually, uh, that that the teaching experience become very um, dynamic. Mm-hmm. So you basically yes, we have a system, we have a structure of our classes, mm-hmm. but 
we mod modify it based on the whoever comes to the class. Mm. So we see who is coming and we need to be also, I would not say improvising, but we have to modify the class based on who is coming. Right. Another thing that uh, we, we learn from our students continuously, not just one time, continuously, mm -hmm. is our own limits. Ah, yes. We, uh, we come to the class prepared, and sometime, pretty often during the class, we figure out that there is something beyond what we already know, what we prepared for the class, that we did not realize before. So mm -hmm. for us, it's learning as well. It's a learning experience as well. Yeah. Mm. So it's very interesting how people mind works and bodies. So you find another way to explain or... Or even to understand. And to understand. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's very interesting. Teaching is very exciting. Yes. yes especially absolutely. tango, especially tango for us. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's yeah. so fun. I mean, you I, know, I, yeah, absolutely, because it's. I remember just loving. I love being a student, but then teaching. It's just a whole nother. It's a whole nother side to it. It's it's super fun. Absolutely. So it's not just good tango teachers and community leaders such as yourselves that make effective tango communities. It's also the tango students and the and the tango in the tango regulars as well. So, what's some advice uh, that you have to help us to help? tango students to have them become good peers to each other to myself i would rephrase it okay uh, i would put students and dancers mm -hmm. in the first place uh, i understand this is uh, chicken and an egg uh, what is first right to me to me uh, dancers are first mm -hmm. teachers are secondary. There, we would not be able to do what we are doing without dancers interested in what we are doing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we are teachers, mm -hmm. and we get interest of our student by uh, express our uh, feelings towards the dance and our um, and our teaching. So people, if People who wants to study, they see us how we dance, and they got, get to the class to us as a teachers. Mm -hmm. So they like how we do it, and so they come again. So it's kind of a like in tango, leading and following. Yeah. So you leading, but you also following. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> the question was about. Um, uh, how uh, advice that you have for students on how they can be good peers for other dancers and other students or other dancers in the communities? I don't think my, myself personally, mm -hmm. I can use this kind of advice. Okay. A person, person, a person who comes uh, to tango is probably pretty mature person. Okay. It's the dance for kids. Mm -hmm. And if this is a mature person established with established personality, mm -hmm. just uh, just be yourself. I, I don't think anybody should change you. Okay. Well, obviously, if you come to Milonga with a, with a gun or, or a knife, uh, <laughs> I would I would try to keep you away. <laughs> but uh, other than that, come on, just be well, be a good guy. I I mean to to be uh, for uh, let's say say be a good peer to other dancers. Mm -hmm. I. Um, I, I might kind of a little bit will drift away from the, the kind of direct question, but 
Mm -hmm. I would say you you just correct me if I'm kind of go away from the. No, no. I can say the tango for each of us tangos have different uh, serve different purposes. I see. Uh, and people who come to Milonga, come to the classes, they, everyone has their own interest in this. Mm-hmm. So some, like us, we take it as an art mm-hmm. and we follow as an art. Mm-hmm. Some people come there from different, nece- I don't know how to say that. For different reasons. For different reasons. I see. That their behavior and their dance experience might be different. Mm-hmm. So for me, I always say our friends, our students, and usually our students become our friends. Mm-hmm. That this is the art. This is just this is dance. It should be. It can be. It possible. It be a part of our lives. Uh, but we need to treat it as a. I mean, from my from my perspective, okay. we treat it as a art mm-hmm. and not as a gym. Mm-hmm. Not as the, which is possible. Not, not as a meetup. And not as the uh, right. matchmaker uh, social night, which is possible and it's happening. Mm-hmm. A lot of, we see throughout the years how many people come to the milongas to the tango classes. They found their second half and they disappear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and th- this is the that. That different reasons. Who stays there? Mm-hmm. They love it. They like the community. They like the dance, and they like the dance as a dance, mm-hmm. not as the tool to, uh, I don't know, fix your car or or mm-hmm. fix your mind. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think there is anything wrong with uh, using tango for workout or using tango for um, uh, to find uh, somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, or use tango just to chill out of, after work. Yeah. That, that, that's fine. It's, uh, it's fine, but yeah. the, the expectations become different, and then yes. the priorities kind of different. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like where you took the question. It's, it's very it's very useful. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, However, the one one very simple uh, conclusion to that: mm-hmm. be respectful. Be respectful, yeah. Well, first of all, to other people around you, mm-hmm. respectful to the culture, to the music uh, of tango, mm-hmm. because specifically we're talking about tango, and it has rich roots, rich history, and uh, mm. I don't know just respect. No, no, no. The, the question was about uh, what you can suggest to be good peers. Yeah. Here's my my. My advice, be respectful. Okay. So how do you keep challenging yourselves to, to improve your tango despite your many years of experience? Uh, where's your list? <laughs> oh, it's easy. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, uh, when you, you, you're hungry, you become more hungry. I don't know. I cannot hmm. explain with a... I don't have a logical explanation. How, right. how do, how, what, what do we do to challenge ourselves? It's time to challenge me without doing anything with okay. me. I'll tell you how what I see. Okay. Looking at ourselves, uh, what we do. We read, we find new people to talk to mm-hmm. who know more than we do about tango 
who know less uh, than we do about tango as well, because mm -hmm. it's personal experience, uh, we also try different aspects of dancing and uh, different music. We try it on ourselves. For example, sometimes we will try to to practice choreography. Mm. Uh, although we came from and we love mostly improvisation, yeah, it is very interesting for uh, at this stage for our body for our minds mm -hmm. to figure out choreography not only learn somebody else's but mostly invent ourselves mm. so this is huge challenge mm -hmm. and at the stage where we are now it does not hurt our social dancing well at least mm -hmm. it's actually so. sometimes it's compliment basically what happens that I don't know I, I we didn't do it on purpose we just mm -hmm. went through we started studying kind of one uh, I'm not saying style but we saw one dancer mm -hmm. we fell in love with, with the, the style with the way how he dances so okay. we do that with our on, during the studying we saw something else and we decided to try mm -hmm. we tried another two years approximately and then, and now we can name the these dancers and styles that they associated, that they associated with. with. And uh, after that, I saw something else. So I was very curious to try, and I we start we tried. And mm -hmm. last, um, let's say seven years, it's a yes. We working, we are studying with one, uh, the teachers and choreographers and directors of their own company. Mm -hmm. And we still enjoying their studying, the studying, the way how they dance. We mm -hmm. every time we're going to Buenos Aires, we take a lot of classes with them, and they coach us. And so basically, I would say whatever uh, my intuition tells me, mm -hmm. and I feel so. Th those this couple who we taking classes, so we are like they're our uh, mentors right mm -hmm. now during seven years. They are doing not only uh, social dancing; they're also doing choreography. So we were kind of forced to to participate, to participate mm -hmm. which is open to us another door of challenging our mind and our body to uh, participate in to group improve. to to improve to dancing in group dancing to learn choreographies to I mean it's a different environment and it's really interesting and the social as well mm -hmm. so we combining so we think different way we combining we see how other dancers develop we see a lot of young people dance very respectfully and mm -hmm. it is challenge so the major thing for our dancers do not be lazy mm -hmm. so they, they need open to your mind open your mind they yeah. need to read they need to explore Music, uh, letras. What is his name? The uh, po po poetic part of mm -hmm. the the words, of Lyric. the lyrics, and uh, learn the language, mm -hmm. learn Spanish yeah. to understand. Go to Buenos Aires, see what it is there. Mm -hmm. Go to Milongas, explore different teachers, try, and the, from this try period. People, we actually, we decide, oh, this will not work with what we do, mm -hmm. and this will, and this will complement. 
and this will not, this will interfere. So constantly, I'm constantly reading and I have books, I have movies, I'm sitting on the internet, I'm looking, I'm not talking about competition, right. I'm talking about other things. Mm -hmm. So another, another thing that uh, challenges us to improve mm -hmm. is uh, hosting many different dancers mm -hmm. from Buenos Aires, from uh, other countries in Chicago, mm -hmm. and giving them an opportunity to teach here to present their art to dance. It, uh, it is not easy but we enjoyed it very much. Yeah. By hosting, we we get to know them better, and mm -hmm. we get to know how they came to tango mm -hmm. and what tango is to them. Yeah. This is how we learn. So for, for us, it's all learning. Yeah. Plus, we study with them how to study and how to teach mm -hmm. because everyone teach differently. Yes, and this is another laying, uh, layer of of study. Mm -hmm. uh, when we um, when we talk about uh, learning the dance, mm -hmm. uh, we're talking mostly about uh, going to the class and learning the technique or learning some steps. But the the other level that uh, we're doing a lot lately mm -hmm. is we learn how to teach. Okay. Yeah. All right. So where can we find out more about you online? Online, we have our website, mm -hmm. which is www.tangounaemocion.com. Okay. The name of the tango from Tanturi Campos. Yes, very nice. It's our favorite, one of the favorite songs. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also have our page in multiple groups on Facebook. Okay. Including, so you can find us as Lena, Oleg, Mashkovich as our main account mm -hmm. and page, which is both of us there. So okay, actually, Oleg, Lena, Mashkovich. Yeah, right. <laughs> you see, <laughs> the pride and the ego. That's good. But we're both there. Mm -hmm. So if somebody will text us, so, so one of us is answering. Okay. We also have. Our group that's called Los Besos Milonguita, which is our milonga for 14 years, mm -hmm. and the, everything about milonga, our milonga is there. Okay. We also have a group called Tango Design Company, a School of Argentine Tango. Okay. Okay. So this I, is our classes. Great, and I'll have all <laughs> that in our in our show notes, so people will be able to look that up in our in the description. Yes, and we have a page Tango Design Company with Lena and Oleg. So Great. and YouTube. <laughs> okay, plenty of plenty of ways to to connect to you. So, uh, how often do you host milongas in Chicago? We host milongas, our Los Besos Milonguita, every first and second Saturday of each month. All yes. right. Well, Oleg and Liana, thank you both so much for taking the time to speak to me. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure the, uh, the listening audience will have uh, come away with a lot of, lot of good information from you. Thank you very much for hosting us. And we're, we, were, we were happy to share our experience. And uh, we like when uh, you ask us questions that sometimes challenging. We need to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't usually ask ourselves, so it's mm -hmm. nice to have somebody ask. Yeah. Uh, keep our mind 
Thank you, <laughs> thank Joe. Thank you, Joe, very much. Thank you. Thank you for your time. I know you're really busy, but it's it's great to hear from you. And yeah, well, next time I'm in Chicago, hopefully not too long from now, I'll definitely uh, grab a dance from you. Lena, I missed you last time. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, bring somebody with you so I can dance. Too. Uh, absolutely. I definitely will. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Have a good night. Thank you both so much again. Very much. Thank All you. Right. Bye-bye. Okay, that was a good conversation. It's always fun hearing about a person's tango journey and how they got to where they are. Lana and Oleg touched upon a lot of interesting stuff. I really appreciated what Lana said about tango being very real that in order to look good as a tango dancer, you don't have to be young and glamorous, you don't have to look like a gorgeous Hollywood star. Dancing tango will make anyone look good, and it's suited for real, everyday people. Something Oleg said stuck out in my mind, and you probably heard it as well. It was regarding some advice he'd once received. He said that at a milonga, people around you will be watching you, and you should ignore them. Yes, people will be judging you, but who cares? To build upon that point, people who initially judge you will typically forget about you shortly after, and probably because their minds are too preoccupied with the thought of others judging them. Therefore, we shouldn't waste time and energy trying to see ourselves through someone else's eyes. And I really appreciate how Lana and Oleg remind us that we should be dancing for our partners, not for an audience, not for the other people around us, for our partners with the leader or follower with whom we're sharing the tanda. Listen to the music and tune everything else out. So thank you, Lana and Oleg, for sharing your experiences and taking the time to offer your insights. And to all of you listeners, thank you again for tuning into Joe's Tango Podcast. If you enjoyed this program and you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, it would mean the world to me if you could go to any one or all of those platforms, leave a five-star rating, a positive comment, and remember to subscribe. It only takes a minute, but does a lot to help more people find this podcast. And of course, sharing this with your friends would also be lovely. I truly appreciate your support. And if you have suggestions for people that you'd like me to interview, or if you just want to get in touch, feel free to send me an email. You can contact me at wisconsintango at gmail.com. Once again, that's wisconsintango, all one word, at gmail.com. And you can find out more about me and my own tango classes at wisconsintango.com. Once again, that's wisconsintango, all one word, dot com. Okay, that's it for now. We'll have more shows coming to you every Monday and sometimes Fridays, but definitely every Monday. I'm Joe Yang. Talk to you again soon. <laughs>